You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, I hope. I'm Chris, I'm your host, uh, and I'm tonight joined by John. How are you doing? I'm good, Chris, evening. Uh, we should start off by saying apologies for last weekend, last week. Uh, just recording issues, Skype. Aye, we tried to maybe see if we could rearrange, but difficult over a kind of festive period. So, aye, well that that explains why we're doing this on Tuesday night, and on Monday night, because it is the middle of the festive period. So, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. We actually said all this last week, but of course nobody heard it. So, aye, uh, yeah, but actually, it was probably the best podcast ever that's been ever recorded. I was, uh, by far and away. Aye. I mean, they genuinely record one. Like, uh, so we were recorded when it aye, so you, you know how people know we recorded one? Because we still had a rubbish charity bit. Yes. Hey, there's a good segue into the first point. Segway uh, was that a Christmas present as well? I wish. Another segue. <laughs> but yeah, uh, unfortunately, none of our charity bits came in again this weekend. We're in a bit of a poor run at the moment. But, uh, well, it was first hit by the weather, because we should also mention that um, we're currently getting blown quite badly by Frank at the moment. You might be, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, aye, the, um, the, the weather in Scotland is not the greatest at the moment. Uh, there was a couple of games postponed at the weekend, which included Cowdenbeath, who were one of the four we picked for the charity bit. Um it's, it's getting worse again tonight, but uh, it, hasn't, it doesn't seem to have affected any of the games that were played tonight. Aye, all the games are played, so we'll bit later. Aye, we'll come back to them. But uh, the, the th- of the three games that did go ahead, Aberdeen dropped a couple of points. So uh, with a two-each draw at Inverness, that didn't help. Not quite as bad as... Uh, St Murren. Aye. Yeah. St Murren who got pumped. I'll, I'll, I'll take the blame for that one, but uh, I did think Alex Ray after the, the first game that they were on to maybe... A good thing, but who knows where that came from for love reason. You can't polish a third, but you can roll it in glitter, that gold. So what's saying. But uh, of of the of the three teams that we did put uh, the, the bet on, Falkirk did win and we had them um, doubled up with the charity about uh, first goal scorer. Unfortunately, Blair Olsen was the man who got the goal, the only goal of the game. And it wasn't John Baird who did put the money on, so yet again, it's a, it's a double loss. That play leads us nicely into the championship. Which well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start with Falkirk because, as we said, there was a couple of games uh, played t- tonight in the lower leagues, and one of them was um, Falkirk. Yep. Who uh, followed up their 1 0 win against Dumbarton at the weekend with a 2 0 win over Levinson. So uh, that's I, actually moved them up to second in the table now. That has indeed. Flee uh, Miller got the goals tonight, two goals. He's kind of scored a few recently, so taking a wee bit of the pressure off Baird. That's what you want. You want, you want players to, to, to pick up the slack. I mean, if, if, you're other, if your main striker isn't uh, banging in goals or he loses form or other, he gets injured, that kind of thing. Uh, but I don't think he'll leave Griffiths or anything. Aye, well. Go back to him. <laughs> uh, I'd be Falkirk, a cracking run. That's uh, nine games unbeaten. Um, seven wins out of the last nine. Must be the best run in the championship now. It is now, after the Hibs obviously losing. So that's their 17 game unbeaten run gone. So... I Falkirk are going nicely, kind of quietly about their business. I think no one really expects them to be challenging for the title, even though that's um, three points behind Rangers. Okay, Rangers have got a game in hand. Yeah, um, their level with Hibs, uh, better goal difference 
but they've, they've played the game more than Hibs as well. Aye, I suppose it all comes down to squad, depth of squad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. But well, you would imagine Rangers possibly Hibs as well strengthen in January. Will a focus of uh, the resources to strengthen is another question. Yes, um, um, Hibs have already strengthened actually. Uh, they've announced they've signed striker Chris Dagnall. Right, uh, experienced down south, but they signed him out from an Indian club. I'm pretty sure I read earlier. Uh, over 120 kind of league goals over his career, so could be a decent signing. Um, hopefully, it doesn't mean for Hibs' sake that uh, Cummins is away because I believe there was a few clubs looking at him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a blow. What's that? That would be a, that would be a big blow for Hibs. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, he he got the, the opening goal in the, the Ibrox. Uh, he did. It was a very cool finish. Uh, he looks up like a full of confidence. Well, I mean, what, what, what can I talk about now? We should probably focus on the, the, the main game from the the Championship. One of the, one of the big games in Scotland, Rangers Hibs. Yeah. The 4-2 win for the Ibrox team. There was debate over whether it was the biggest game in the weekend over the weekend or not. Ach, no. Well, of course. It wasn't the weekend still, but... It wasn't even the biggest game featuring the team from Glasgow and Edinburgh, come on. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um. The game itself, though, Hibs would have been delighted with the, the kind of start going ahead. Um, after that, kind of a few errors in defence, which is unlike Hibs recently. Um, Hibs defence has been kind of pretty, pretty good. But Jason Holt, I think Jason Holt's been a really kind of good signer for Rangers. He, he seems um, to be the man that gets the. He, he's, he's probably the midfielder that gets the goals for him because we've said in this podcast a few times it's, it's the kind of wing backs that tend to get him if it's not Waghorn. I hope uh, seems to chip in as well quite a few times. So quite surprised because I'm pretty sure at heart he was more a kind of defensive minded midfielder, but maybe Waghorn seen something in him. Not Waghorn, sorry, Warburton seen something in him. Right. But, um, I'm just I'm looking at the the top scorer chart now, and Holt is now Rangers' second top scorer in the league. So we did see previously like it was Lee Wallace and, and uh, Tavernier that were the, the kind of guys behind Wycorn, but it's Holtz quietly lifted himself. He's actually a fourth top scorer in the championship. It's yeah. Wycorn on 17, Baird on 12, Cummings on 11, Holt on 8. So. Yeah, shows the importance of like a, a midfielder getting into the box or in and around the box. Yeah. Um, and yeah, took his, goal, took his first goal certainly well. Um, second goal was a bit fortunate, took a bit of a deflection. Hibbs then obviously got back into the game a bit longer. Again, it probably showed defen- Rangers' defensive weakness. Um, he kind of managed to be able to three players to the ball. And aye, it was finished off by uh, Wacon um, towards the end. But overall, like Stubb said he was kind of pretty pleased with the performance and stuff like that. Um, and it's okay, Rangers won, but definitely still a title race between Rangers and Hibs. I know we've, we've maybe discounted Falkirk a bit, but. I think most people would say it's between Rangers and Hibs. Yeah, I mean that. I mean Rangers have won the two games at Ibrox now. Uh, Hibs have won the one at Easter Road. So I mean, there's still a game between those two to go, isn't there? So yes, there's only three points between them. They're almost cancelling each other out. It's how the how the the, the Rangers have been in games against the other teams in the league are going to go that might decide this. Definitely. This Unless Rangers can can get something at Easter Road, of course then. There's always that Aye. possibility, but yeah, it's it's still tight. There's, there's, there's not a lot between the two of them. And I think um, maybe home home advantage showed on the on yesterday's game. Um, I think Rangers needed to win more than Hibs because of the run the Hibs were on. And yeah, Rangers a bit of uncertainty creeping in the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know Mark Warburton said that the the, the recent criticism his team's getting, he's kind of used that to to kind of fire up the troops and. And get them the, the victory because I mean, but all reports I heard, Rangers were 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 good yesterday. I mean, it was a I, mean, I never seen the game. I 
I didn't. I was away out and galvan my family as usual at this time of year. But uh, aye, I, I, all reports I say had Rangers were pretty good and they deserved to win. And uh, it wasn't a case of Hibs didn't turn up. It was a case of Rangers did, and and were the better team. So it's not. Aye. Sometimes you know how sometimes these games tend to be like a team doesn't turn up and the other one wins by default. That that just wasn't the case in this game. Yeah, I saw a bit having the pub uh, about twenty minutes of the the end of the first half, and I. To be Rangers played pretty well. Uh-huh. The atmosphere, atmosphere obviously helped. Um, I'm not talking about the atmosphere because I've had enough of that. What we did well, in the last uh, minus, minus maybe uh, certain songs, but I believe we're getting sun. But um, did, did you see the the was it the Rangers supporters trust was suggesting that the, that was actually a ploy to uh, show up the the negative uh, people in the media and they'd right, actually been singing. It? They'd actually been singing. They were up to their knees in EBTs. Right. Now, I don't know what school these people go to, but EBTs and blood tend not to sound the same. <laughs> so, I, I, if you're singing one but not the other, I mean, maybe there was people in the crowd that were singing that. Fair play, that's quite funny. But, oh, from what I can, I don't want to say it, I've never seen the game, but from what I've heard, that's that was suggested that there, was, there was people in the crowd that weren't singing the, the, the EBT line. So, but aye, it's, it's, it's a debate that it's ran on for years. Aye, it's ran on for years. Um, there's been a few. I've, I've been a couple, couple of clubs certainly that uh, there's yeah. been always talks of punishment and there's not really been anything done. Um, See, to be honest, I, I I've never had a problem with singing. It's it's the the undertones that go with the singing are the problem. It's not the songs themselves. To be honest, if you're generating an atmosphere and that's the only reason you're singing a song, I don't care what you sing. <laughs> If you're winding up the opposition, that's probably the point. I've sung many a song at football that winds up the opposition. Maybe to greater or lesser extents of, of, of uh, offence, depending on what song it is, but ultimately, you're there to wind up the opposition. Like, it's part of the game, it's a good bit of fun. It's you know, People have taken offence at me for other things much more minor than all this, and that's life. <laughs> I tend not really want to bother me. I tend to ignore these people. This is the problem I have with it all. Aye, go back to the game, but I see Rangers are appealed against the Halliday's red card. This is an interesting one. Right. This is about the only thing I've seen in the game, is this incident. Now, I had to laugh because it was originally uh, a suggestion that Peter Lovencrantz was right and that uh, this, this, this guy had dived. Was it Fraser Fivey, the former Aberdeen guy? Yes, I'd seen it suggested that uh, Fraser Fivey had dived and Peter Lovencrantz was the one that said it. Now, when I first heard that, I thought, that's rich coming from Peter Lovencrantz. Given some of the instances he was involved in, and like against Celtic of, of yeah. things, but I actually heard what Peter Lovencrantz said, and it wasn't anything like that. What Peter Lovencrantz said was Halliday had given the referee a decision to make. Definitely did. So I mean, it, that's probably the same thinking that what Lovencrantz was doing it with Alan Thompson all those years ago. Now. It was a case of Alan Thompson has reacted to Peter Lovencrantz, and Peter Lovencrantz is going to. Acted up, which is exactly the same in this instance. It's Halliday has squared up to him, and Fraser Five has gone down as if he's been shot. So, from my perspective, the referee is probably right in that Halliday deserved a red card. What should also happen is the compliance officer should be pulling up Fraser Five and giving him a two game ban for diving. So, I, I, I would find that I would be very surprised if Halliday's red card is rescinded because technically the referee's correct. We never know though, after no, we'll no, getting the other week. Aye, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can make that stuff up as you go, but. For for me, Halliday's red card will be difficult to rescind, all things being equal. 
I know it's the SFA, so I think all things aren't equal to just make it up. But I think Fraser Friday probably needs dealt with as well. But I, mean, I, I think ultimately the important thing is for Rangers, it never affected the game. They still got the three points. It maybe it was made a bit more difficult. Was it 3-1 at the time that the, the, the red card happened? Yes. Hibs obviously pulled a goal back. Wycorn got him out of jail with the, getting the fourth goal to, to make him, get him over the line, but... It's it's not affected the result, which is good because it was it, it's not something we want to see in football. We don't want to see players intentionally try to get opposition players sent off the main in that manner. Right, I'm done talking about Rangers and Hibs. <laughs> we, we, we briefly touched on St Mirren, who got thumped. They did, yeah. Dumbarton seemed to be up seventh place somewhere. I don't know. Like, they must have moved up because they lost the last weekend, yeah. It must have been last week. Um, it feels like there's been there's loads of football to cover because they recording never been out last week. Aye, but there's a difficulty because we are recording didn't go out last week, and then there's been games at the weekend, and then there's another round of fixtures just starting up now. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything in the lower leagues in midweek other than the kind of these wee one or two games. There's a full card in the Premiership. Aye, uh, one, one game is played. You're losing track of what day it is as well. Oh, I know. Yesterday felt like a was it yesterday? I yesterday kind of felt like a Saturday because <laughs> down south had a basically a full fixture list. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I town was parked, but yeah, it's Tuesday, isn't it? Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Tuesday. Oh, my holiday for work is disappearing into the distance already. Only a couple more days left. Oh well. Uh, right. Okay. So. I think we've probably covered the championship because probably have covered the championship. It's probably not much more. To there say. was only a couple of games at the weekend with the games being called off. I mean, we spoke about Falkirk, we spoke about St. Martin, we spoke about the Rangers game yesterday. Um, I mean, going into League One, there's been a couple of games tonight. Stennis Muir beating the other one now. Couldn't be to beat Air Four Two. There's a big game for for Air, especially given the Murray. They're now six points behind them, firmly. Yep, good result for Stenis Murrow off the back of a 5-1 loss at Sunrise, I don't know where that came from. Aye, Stenis uh, are slowly creeping up that table, they're not, only three points behind Albion Rovers who are in yes. the playoff spot. Now Albion Rovers have got two games in hand, but I mean, like, even if you discount that, they're four points behind Peterhead who are in the same number of games. Yeah. So yeah, uh, they're, I mean, they're right, they're, they're starting to creep up that table. But Kildon Meath continued a fantastic home They're run. snapping at Stenis' t- uh, t- uh, tails. They're they're in, yeah, and a game uh, hand over them. So the, the team that are on the slides, Airjero, um, they've yes. lost their last three. Aye, they're, uh, they're the team that are in the opposite direction. Because that was a well, I, 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 it was a four-three defeat at home, Peterhead on Saturday, there, which is it seems like one of the the cracking games. And you, you're saying Stenhouse be a run on a run. They get beat five-one off Stranraer at the weekend as well. No, I never said Stenhouse be on a run. I said it was a good win today on the back of the. On, uh, All right. on Saturday. I'm paying attention. Aye. Do as I want at the table. Um, but aye, I mean, what, that's, I think Sonora only six points behind ARG uh, Yeah, yeah. Aye. Um, and it wasn't that logical. We were talking about ARG being in the top four, and it was a member that was Dunfermline, Air, Albion, Novas, and ARG were all playing each other. Now uh-huh. ARG are down to seventh. So, aye, there's certainly a lot to be played for in terms of that playoff spot. They play, they, well, two of the playoff spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aye, I mean, there's why because you're looking at the Fairman now six ahead of here, and you're thinking one of them's going to win that league and one of yeah. the playoff, which means you're talking Peterhead twenty nine, Albion Rovers twenty eight, Stenhouse Muir twenty five, couldn't be twenty four, Airdrie twenty three. You're then down the kind of bottom four for or just outside the 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 relegation playoff spot. Yeah, four for an awful form. They've 
I know they did play Dunfermline at the weekend they were obviously the form team in that division but it's still if you look back at some of the results like, one each Albion overs wasn't too bad but they've, they've had a few results before that that have uh, been rather disappointing for them but then they've changed the manager now so it'll be interesting to see how that affects them in the coming weeks yeah but it's, it's affected Airdrie anyway but That's then Airdrie's I... form just before Boland went wasn't that great that's what five loss out of the last six yeah it's starting to sound a bit a bit dodgy for him <laughs> maybe he will Boland get out at the right time aye possibly so aye plenty to play for in that league anyway aye. meanwhile league two everybody's still on my chance oh they love it, it. Yeah. <laughs> there's now two points separating the top four <laughs> big one for Clyde uh, yeah one that Aaron yeah that was I, that, that's, a, that's a massive one because we, we've talked before on this uh, podcast about how the home teams usually get better in this league. So, so for Clyde to go to the team that are leading the league and win is a terrific result for uh, Barry Ferguson's men. Um, Still anyone's guess who's going to win the league, mind you. I know. I mean, like, Queen, Queen's Park, two points behind an Athletic, they also lost to Berwick. So it's, uh, it's very tight. Clyde have got a game, game in hand as well. So if Clyde can win their game they in hand, top. they would go yeah. top. Mind you... I don't know when that's getting played. It's probably um, against East Stirling because East Stirling only played 16. So I'm uh, Aye. was postponed at the weekend there, so aye, it must be. Because everybody but, else is 18. But there's no sign of the actual game being rearranged yet. No. Um, so, oh, interesting because um, well, East Stirling look like they're starting to get a wee bit detached at the bottom there, but they do have those two games in hand. So they're, yeah. four, they're four points behind one throws. They could do with picking up some points, but. The whole league's separated by 15 points. I know, scary, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have a wee look back at the championship to see what 15 points behind Rangers gets you. Uh, not as high as Wraith Rovers, who are fourth. So, but I mean, the top sets, you could make a case for the, the top sets, so it'll be a bad chance of winning it. Yeah, I, I, because you're talking East 5 25, they're six behind Aaron now, so yeah, you're right. There's a wee, there's a wee bit of a four, there's a four point gap there between Arbos and Berwick, so I want them maybe thinking they're all well, even then a couple of wins and suddenly they're back in it. It's just it's great. It's terrible for Bets. Like. I mean, we're, ah, yeah, we're, ah. we're bad enough at Bets as, as is, so we yeah, could do with some, some bankers in that league, really. <laughs> but ah, we're not yeah. going to get them. I actually carried my coupon the other day, so. Oh, is that where they lost? Aye, well, to be honest, I think most of the teams are taking a coupon didn't do that well. But uh, aye, Clyde team would be a team in form. Clyde and Queen's Park, okay, Queen's Park lost at the weekend, but the two of them are in pretty decent form. And, and you, like, they're actually playing each other on um, Saturday. <laughs> Clyde and Queen's Park, so that could be quite interesting. Could be, yeah. Because, of course, 2nd of January, we're talking Derby Day. So the likes of, I mean, Clyde and Queen's Park would historically have been a, a Glasgow Derby. But uh, Clyde now being out at Cumbernauld, it's not quite the same thing. But uh, I mean, it's still the historical sort of aspect of that. So it's just confused what's East Stirling versus Stirling. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're probably as close as they can get. But East Stirling don't play Stirling. They don't even play where they used to play. First Park and Falkirk. They now play. They play Oakville View, but Stenhousemuir. So, but even then, Stenhousemuir's not that far away from uh, Stirling. Oh, exciting teams. Right, we'll probably go back into the Premiership now because, again, postponements. Dundee United Motherwell was postponed. Part of this was St. Johnson was postponed. So that cut us down to the just the four matches for the weekend. 
there was more games postponed in the top flight than there was League One at the weekend. Oh, and League One actually, the four games that were played had all four teams finish both teams to score. There we go. There's a, there's a bets again. So uh, I mean, but you, you can't even claim that in, in the, the Premiership because Hamilton failed to score. I know. Uh, but they were all the ones. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just mention them, so we'll, we'll, we'll go through that. Well, that's probably the the game I might have had the least notes on. Was it? Oh, the Hamilton game. Aye. Aye. Uh, I suppose the one thing I would say about Kamarnik is I think Kamarnik certainly prefer playing away from home. Um, I think rugby park they just seem to. I don't know whether the crowd are getting on their back or there's not much atmosphere, but yeah, Kelly have won 12 points away from home, whereas they've only had eight at home. So that probably says it all for Kamarnik this season. Um, save it a weekend. Did you see the highlights? Ah, yeah, I was just I was about to say, did you see the, the clearance offline with Alatori? Yeah, yeah save it a weekend, maybe. Belter. Either that or Craig Gordon's. <laughs> ah, possibly. Uh, and I hope I scoring with a bit of a fortunate finish, but he scored again tonight. I've scored that goal. Uh, <laughs> that one, you kick it into the ground and it whips over somebody and goes into the net. Aye. You, you run away, kid, don't you meant it? Uh, I've scored that point. Eh? That's, that's, that's probably, there's probably a skill to teach that, and I've just, I'm just a natural. <laughs> that's, that, that one is obviously extended Kilmarnock's. Um, Kilmarnock being ahead of Dundee United by 10 points now. Okay, Dundee United have got games in hand but yeah. points points in the board can be at that end of the table yeah you're right I mean it's, 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 it's disappointing for Kamar not to have lost tonight to Ross County and watching like a far better game than the game I sat and watched Western Man City why Why did I think that was going to be a good game anytime I ever watched the English Premier it was the same thing that's been yesterday <laughs> as well there was Man U Chelsea it finished now now as well so. oh, at least I missed that one unfortunately but I, I mean meanwhile well, that was going on Ross County beat Kamar not 3-2 and but I think all the games were scored in about fifty minutes as well. Was that, yeah. that kind yeah. of game? What's that? Ross County eight goals in the last two games. Aye, a good value for money. Uh, and not one of the goals was boys. You get a hat trick at the weekend. Yes. Um, what did they have? Like Curran scored, and Garden get to. Garden get to didn't it? Yep. So and McGuinness was the other scorer for Kilmarnock as well as over there. So I County nicely in fifth place. They're kind of. Neither stretching a, a wee bit away from the others. Aye, but then look, what Ross County are fifth, haven't played twenty one games apart of this one six, haven't played eighteen. So there's seven points a gap between those two at the moment, but apart of this one could make those up. I'm hoping Bartek this will lose tomorrow. I'm hoping we don't know how to win. Actually, I'm, I'm more concerned about one game. Because uh, Celtic are in a wee bit of a swamp at the moment, we've not really won in ages. So it's quite interesting we still talk about the top two, eh? Aye, because well, like nobody knows this, but you your uh, predictions were basically two two quite a lot of the time. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember. What I can't remember is if either of games. I, I don't think any of our hearts Celtic or Aberdeen no. this. I had hearts Celtic <laughs> one all, so I didn't have hearts and Celtic as a draw. But no, I put their own games. I, so, I I had two 0 and we're not talking about two 0 with who. <laughs> but based on Saturday, uh, you're thinking right, Aberdeen have dropped two points. The question Aye. was whether it was two drop points. It's more maybe a point gained after being two 0 down. Um, that's a, a, that. That's that's exactly the difference. Aberdeen gained a point for that game and Celtic dropped two. Yes, because um, of the way it happened. So uh, things are still the same as what they were before. Um, I suppose in hindsight, you're thinking, oh, uh, before before it's drop points because for Aberdeen, if we'd won, we'd be ahead. But then who's to say that when you put the pressure on Celtic to go right, we need a win. 
mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, oh, I spots and maybes are not still still unbeaten. Aberdeen. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll we'll talk about the actual game itself. I mean, I th- we sat here last week and sweated while I called for giving penalties that weren't penalties. Oh, and he, I mean, it's just a shame that podcast never went out and Molly didn't get a chance to listen to it because he did exactly <laughs> the same damn thing this week. I, I, I don't think it would matter if he, if he heard it or not. It's, uh, how, how on earth is he going to Euro 2016? It's farcical. It's utterly farcical. Who knows? He just... It just as a reminder, last week he gave a penalty for a free kick that was outside the box. He gave a penalty for a handball that only he thought was a handball and everyone else thought the defender pulled the hand out of the way. This week he gave uh, Inverness a penalty for, uh, I think Quinn was watching the ball and was it Draper that got in front? Aye. I mean, if anything, he he bundled into Draper not knowing he was there. That's never a penalty. Ridiculous to even suggest it is. I mean, if if you're Draper, you're claiming for it. Of course you're claiming for it, but you're getting chased away. It's just, it was never a penalty. Never. And then, like, just as I, as I followed Colm, I decided, you know what, I gave the wrong decision there. And then when, uh, we get, when the Aberdeen penalty was, well, I, again, we're claiming handball, but... Uh, I, I it was questionable either, whether it was handball or was not. It divine? I, divine, yes. Divine. It was. He's, a, he's adamant at his chest, and to be honest, after I watched the replay, I'm kind of agreeing with him. It looks like it hits him, maybe not the chest, but it's but kind of the side. Get his arms up. But because Aye. it's the top, it hits the batter of the body where his arm would usually block. <laughs> was it was it, it was the Rangers Falkirk game, wasn't it? Aye. It was a game of two, two penalties as well, it shouldn't have been penalties. Aye, he, he so gave he, the, the Falkirk just a repeat. minutes was outside the box. Aye, Aye. total repeat. But um, I definitely a point gain for Aberdeen, um, Rooney on to 14 for the season. Quinn followed up Rooney getting to 50 goals for Aberdeen by him scoring as well. Um, I, I, disappointing in terms of being at home. Not to win, but after being 2 0 down, you're thinking, well, I'll take a point. It could have been worse as well because uh, Story had a couple of decent chances, but now, now. Aye. Before uh, Inverness got their first goal. We had one off the bot, McLean. Aye, McLean, McLean was unlucky at that. I think it was 2 1 when McLean went out on the yeah, ball, so he was unlucky so, at the equalise. But, uh, disappointing defended after our defence had been a wee bit improved recently. Um, but I think it was a bit too I, easy. Polworth. I was going to say, you changed it again, did you not? Know? Yeah. Well, I it keeps on kind of changing it. Um, I don't know. I, I've I keep on saying I prefer Shinny playing in midfield for us, but there was Quinn was back. Quinn at centre. Quinn was at centre back, and then no, Quinn was back in at left back. Um, I don't know. I just think we look far more solid with Shinny in midfield. But saying that, he's a great left back as well. Said it before. If there was two Graham Shinnies, would be <laughs> would be good. So uh, there's two Shinnies. My name's Andrew, and he plays up front. Uh, but the big thing will be, I think we touched on it a wee bit last week, um, is what will happen in January in terms of Aberdeen and Celtic trying to strengthen. I've not seen anything mentioned yet in terms of where Aberdeen are going to try and strengthen, but I've said another striker would be good. We've probably got the same shopping list at this point, yeah. but I don't I haven't heard anything from us either. So. But that's a good thing, I think. I'd rather we went quietly about a business as opposed to saying we're after such and such and then some League One team in England, Gazumpses or something like that. Um, but I, 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 in an ideal world, a striker, a, a winger, but it'd be after a winger, it was happy to be a squad player because they're not going to get to play if McGinn or uh, Hayes are injured or suspended. Um, and then I, 
someone taking a play in midfield. Um, so, but yeah, I, I will burn up with a sign old three players. Uh, and I've I seen there was talk earlier in the week of Ward possibly going back to Liverpool, but I think it's a season long loan. So. In January? Aye. If that happened, would you be able to call the boy for Falkirk? Don't know. Uh, I would think if they, if they can, I would think we'll have a recall clause. Liverpool must have a recall clause, so. Must do, uh, oh, I, I suppose I that's, think... that's the one bit of transfer uh, I've seen. We have activated the recall clause for um, Ryan Christie at Munich. Aye. Now, I don't, I don't know how soon he'll be back because he's still injured at the moment as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, the thing with Liverpool, though, I keep on, keep on hearing that Klopp's after a new keeper. He said he's not after a new keeper and there's rumours that Mignola is getting a new five-year deal. So... Oh, dear. Aye, well, who knows? I'm not a fan of Mignola. No, I don't think he's that good either. Uh, I think Danny Ward's probably still a bit young, but yeah, uh, I'd probably have him before I had Manuel. I really don't get it when people see that guy. I think I think I don't know what it was last week or the week before where I mentioned about. I I think if Ward Ward will end up going back down south at the end of the season, he'll probably end up going to a championship team down south. Aye, and and whether do. whether Rodgers can come back and uh, take the number one spot. So see what happens. Bye. Moving on to Celtic. Yeah. Um, where do you start? Well, I suppose you start with the, the problems we've got in our squad at the moment because we've, we've played Hearts without Lee Griffiths. Chris Commons got added to that injury list uh, the day before the game because he got picked up an injury in training. We're still in the middle of not having Scott Brown. Uh, even during the game when it was still 0-0, we managed to lose both Boyata and Armstrong to injury. So we just two souls within half an hour. So... Uh, <laughs> It was it was an odd game because we seem to we seem to start pretty well against Hearts, and I don't know if it was Hearts then came out of their shell and started playing better, or if the two injuries we had disrupted us, because we then went on to the point that by the time Beaton got the goal, it was against the run of play, which was quite odd. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a nice finish. It was, it, was a, it was a nice and cool finish, and I thought the the, the quick, well weighted ball from McGregor was fantastic. Aye. But uh, it's, it's it's funny. It was it was a game of four really good goals. Although from from my perspective, I was looking at the 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 Hearts equaliser going. It's just before half time. We should have been able to see that out. Uh, and then you repeated the mistake. I know it was a full time as well. But I also I don't think Lustig picked up uh, Nicholson all that well for the the nope. first equaliser. No, I so don't I, think so. I thought they could have done better with that. Great great ball fragments from Bobbin, wasn't it? And then the run so, went from Nicholson was kind of very clever, but aye. aye I'll, I'll credit to Nicholson for getting in that position and, and, and making the, the run at the right time, but I do think Wistick should be better than that. Aye, it's good to be playing Nicholson. Aye, uh, oh, I, I, I like I, him. I, I rate Nicholson. I'm a, um, a bit of a fan. No, yesterday, wasn't <laughs> But, uh, wait, did, did you see the penalty shoot? Uh, sports like sports seemed focused on it. It was, no, I, think. I think it was about one each, and Chief G kind of nudges... Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Was it Augustine? Aye, Augustine. You know, in Augustine just as he was about to challenge for a ball. Now, I never really think that's much of a free kick in the first place. But see if that was reversed and a defender had uh, been nudged out of the way by an attacker. And it's kind of odd to describe it that way because Chief is an attacker normally, but it was a defensive. It was an offensive. If the defensive player gets nudged out of the way by an attacking player, that almost always gets given as a free kick. So, for, to see it the other way around, and Chief G being the one that's nudging him out of the way, he's got lucky, I think. If, put it this way, if it had been another other part, would you have been claiming for it? Oh, of course he would have. So, I, 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 I wouldn't have expected to get it. 
If Willie Coleman would be the referee. Oh, well, if Willie Coleman would be the referee, it'd probably be a free kick. It'd probably be a penalty Celtic at the other end. But, um, we're talking about two goals. I seen, I think it was the SPFL actually tweeting earlier today asking if Osman So's goal was goal of the season so far. And my first reaction was, it wasn't even goal of that game. And I don't know what the game is. Oh, no, I think it's Rodgers. Think so? Oh, I thought Rodgers was an absolute peach. Uh, I, it, 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 it was, was well worked inside the box and it was well laid off by Beaton, actually. Beaton scored one and created one. And Rodgers' shot is unsavable and it goes straight in, straight in off the bar. There's no, no other player touches that. The problem I have with Osman Sows is the deflection of Gary McKay Stephen. Now, I'm going, I'm going to give Osman Sows the credit here. It's a fantastic strike. It probably was still on target. But I think the deflection of Gary McKay Stephen is enough to give it the spin, which pulls it away from Craig Gordon and into the top corner. I don't think it was heading for the top corner. I think it was on target. I think Craig Gordon would be stood a better chance getting it had it not hit Gary McKay yeah. Stephen. But I think that deflection it takes is absolutely crucial into sticking it right in the top corner and it makes it look about 10 times better than it actually was Aye, fair enough uh, but Roderick well, five goals he's on he's kind of chipping in with like, a few goals and Beaton is Beaton as well in the league Definitely. he's kind of chipping in with a few goals for the, the player that's supposed to be our defensive midfielder uh, and the only defensive midfielder probably you've got to fit just now exactly, exactly. So, certainly that's probably what you're wanting to Celtic I want to address I think Aye, well, there's some a, sort of cover. There's some sort of cover we could do. I mean, the problem we've got isn't the fact that we lose Brown as a defensive midfielder. I think the problem we lose Brown as a captain. There's never any leadership in the park when Brown isn't there, and we look that way at the moment. We look, we're, we're looking a wee bit lost at times. Pardon I mean, me. there, there's there, there's times that like against Mullerwell last week, we were two one down and we looked at we were beat. There was no drive in the park. There was no ideas. There was just there was too many heads going down, and well, we mentioned this in the. the we touched on it. I would have touched on it. Well, looked like they could have got more. Yeah, that, I think that was a big problem. Yesterday, Dial has been slated for that for this among some of the Celtic support because it's a loser's mentality. But he was saying he was a lot happier with the performance yesterday, and I can kind of understand why the team looked a bit better than they did against Motherwell. They looked as if they were playing for each other. There was a lot going against us with the, the, the loss of Griffiths and Commons and Brown before the game and uh, losing by and Armstrong in the game itself. It still wasn't perfect, but it looked it was an improvement in what we'd seen the previous week. Aye. I can understand that and I can see where we're, we're heading in the right direction. There's still there's definitely still things we need to work on. I mean, like for instance, you can I don't personally agree with Dyla taking Roderick off and putting Gary McKay Stephen on. Because I think that was at two one. We gave up in the midfield and let Hearts come about thirty yards further up the park. I suppose he's maybe thinking Mackay Stevens at Elbow. I, th- I think that was his thinking, yeah. But I would probably rather have seen Scott Allen come on. But I mean, kind of tighten things up in midfield but, a bit. Tighten up, make sure just hang on to the ball, play out the game that way. But giving in possession and letting them go on to us is just asking for trouble with our defence. And well, actually, to be fair, Effie Ambrose had a really good game against Hearts when he came on for Boyata. And I don't think the defence is to blame for the second goal in any way. It's just it's it's a it's a deflection of Gary McGuire Stephen. It spins it away for the uh, Craig Gordon. It's a well taken free kick. If anything, the blame for the the second goal has to lie uh, the feet of James Forrest. <laughs> it's him that gives away the free kick after Aye, it's a cheap free kick, kick into it as well. It's a very cheap free kick. He wasn't going anywhere, and it was just about twenty seconds after giving away a free kick up the other end of the park. It's the reason he got that far up the park in the first place. 
So there was two free kicks in quick succession, James Forrest. James Forrest gave away, and I th- you can kind of lay the, the, the blame for that in his door. But, yeah, I mean, Celtic are going to have to start picking up wins again soon. We could really have done with Griffiths yesterday because Griffiths loves scoring against Arts, given his, his, his background. Yes. Uh, I don't know how close he is to getting fit again. Uh, the, the suggestion in the highlights yesterday was he just missed out in that game, so he may be fit to play against another, his former team, Dundee. That's what Dundee, I think. Yeah. Uh, another team he likes scoring against. That's I, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be ready for that. I don't know if we'll risk him because Chief G just isn't working. Different type of striker, isn't he? I, I, he doesn't seem to offer him what we need in that position. It doesn't uh, suit the way you want to play because Chief kind of likes to kind of link up a bit too much yeah. as well. Whereas I, sometimes just want to say, okay, Griffiths will drift out wide and all that, and he'll do a lot of work off the ball, but. When it Griffiths, comes to he's a, penalty, he's a good penalty box striker as well. When he's, yeah, Griffiths does about ten times the work of any other striker we've got. Uh, if Stokes, the ball drops to Griffiths, you think it's going to be a goal. Shifty, you're kind of like. Mm. Uh, Griffiths also has pace to get him into the decent positions, and Chiefs doesn't seem to have any pace. Stokes is somewhere in between. Stokes is the kind of player that'll work his ass off. He's the kind of player that's got a bit of pace, but he's probably not as clinical as Griffiths, and he he. My recollection of Stokes playing for Celtic is he's always been good at linking up with someone else. So, I mean, Stokes by far and away his best period was when Gary Hooper was alongside him. Aye, but Don't, he's not going to play for Celtic again, surely. Anyway, so... I I, 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 Stokes wants to be there, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's hard to ah, place, it's just... I'd want to be there if I was the one he's picking up. Well, no, I, th- I think it's more than that. Like, well, underneath there's a Celtic fan. That's the, the thing with Anthony Stokes. Um, so he kind of gets a bit more leeway because of that but he's I would like to see him used in the squad more I think is maybe the problem I, I don't think he's going to get ahead of Griffiths I don't see why he's not playing ahead of Chief G this is maybe the problem I've got with so that with Chief, Griffiths being out Chief G's a dialer side whereas Stokes isn't aye but Chief G just hasn't done it and uh, I, I, I don't know what happens in training I can't speak for the way the dial has him well, whatever it is the dialer has him doing. But anything I've seen Stokes, he hasn't really let us well, what he's doing rubbish in Europe. <laughs> but anything I've seen Stokes domestically hasn't let us down. I can't say the same about Chief G. Aye, but he's only on what, four goals? Aye. Aye. You'd be like one of our striker though. Bradshaw from Walsall, but I don't know whether he'll sign another striker, will he? He'll probably sign another, he'll probably sign another attacker midfielder. I don't even know what Walsall are in. The Pope is there's a soccer M joke that we made last week. Right. <laughs> um, but maybe uh, Rory Dyer's idea is to all just play attacking midfielders. Like Guardiola, why he's play just all midfielders. Whereas that's what Dyer wants to do, just play all attacking midfielders. Because what well, Christie's coming back, mm-hmm. he's already got an abundance of them. So I don't bother about defenders or attackers. To be honest, that was, a, that was a something that Neil Lennon kept signing as well, which makes me think uh, maybe the problem isn't uh, the manager that's further up. Whoever's dictating signing policy has uh, lost the plot a bit. But uh, aye, we could probably sit here and discuss Celtic's big problems for hours on end because uh, I can't be bothered anymore. I, thought I'd, I would just say that at least Celtic won on Sports Scene Rewind last night. Not last night, <laughs> <Sunday>. <laughs> but, but we both agree anyway. That's a possible title race. I don't. I, I don't think it's even possible. I think there is a title race. But I mean, I had a look at the statistics, and 
it's it's kind of hard to compare where we were this year where we were last year because we've actually played a game or two more now. But we were on 39 points from 18 games last season. We're on 43 for 19 this season. So we're actually slightly better off. The big difference right. is Aberdeen were five points behind us this time last year. You're only a point behind us this year. Yep. So Aberdeen are even better than they were last season. So there's your title race. Oh, is it start of February we play, I think? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. I think it, it, it was... At the Aye, so it's uh, that could be a big game, and Aye. obviously that'll be January's done and dusted. Everybody's got their whatever changes are going to make to their squad. So, oh, I've just noticed uh, going back to the game tonight that Michael Garding is now Ross County's all-time top scorer. Is he after his two goals tonight? Aye, all-time. He's, he's, he's had a few spells there though. I think we mentioned it. Was it Andy had mentioned it earlier on in the season? I think he's had about th- maybe three or four spells there. Yeah. Aye, I, I think you're right, and I'm, I'm kind of. I know him for the, the Celtic Youth Squad for years ago now. I'm surprised he's their all time top scorer, though. Is that just in the, since the league? They joined the league in 94? Is well, that in He's on 60 goals for them. So I would think that could be a history. Ah, it's got to be 1994. Sure, 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 as a Ross County player scored more than 60 goals somewhere about, uh, in the past, even if it's a him. Who? I don't, oh, I I'm talking Highland League times. Oh, maybe Highland League. Oh. I, I probably mean it as a professional club in terms S- of. S- aye, so since 1994. Aye, the, aye. The, 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 Even then, though, that's what over. That's a lot. That's 20 years. But I think that probably comes down to the fact that Ross County have been a club whereby they've just been given out one year contracts pre- prior to this season. So they were rebuilding every season. Oh. I, just, I just spoiled that. There. I thought it was worth a mention. Just before we move away from Ross County, did you see. You know how sports scene we're talking about, if they focus on a player somewhere in the highlights, they've always got a wee tagline. Match, they get us for match of the day, actually. Did you see the one last night on Boyce? No. Because he scored, because he scored a hat-trick, it came up, Boyce, 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 I'm looking for a good time. They quoted Sunita. Sunita, yeah. <laughs> uh, we never even touched on that game, actually. But I suppose we were talking about Celtic Aberdeen, but uh, aye, well, I, um, Ross County were a five goals. Yeah, we, we, we briefly mentioned Ross County, but aye, five goals. And they, were, they twice came down for a goal then. Aye, after I bought the, the, the previous week, what, keeping a clean sheet, thinking, oh, maybe they've sorted that side of their game out. Yeah. No, I'm mean, to be. Aye, I mean, it, it's weird because I, I looked at that game and thought, did I, when I was watching the highlights, I thought, I seen this was 5 2. Did I, I think it was 5 2 to Dundee? Because at like, the start of that game, it looked like Hemmings was just going to leave, picking up where they left off the previous week. Aye. Um, Decent's been on a good wee run now. Um, it helped, uh, it was Stuart that helped create that goal. Like you said, both of them. Aye, because Gardine was, it was a, a tight angle. Gardine scored for the second goal. But, um, it, it was it was Dundee's defender again. I went up down. What you say? What you, well, last week they, they had that clean sheet. But uh, I mean, was he guys? I know something stupid. Like it was a big hoof up the park where the goalkeeper was getting immediately yeah. came back, and Boyce was there to beat him to it. Aye. Uh, Arvind, it's not like thirteen uh, goals in like Boyce. Yeah. Aye. Season he's having. Season like season. Aye. You can see him being one of the, the guys that's up there for the, the top scorer this season. Like, yes. He'll reach twenty. Unless he does in January, he'll reach twenty. Well, it's tight. I kind of spoke about last week how Rooney last season, I was quite surprised. He finished only on 18 in the league, but he's already on 14 for Aberdeen. So know. he's going to beat that. Beat that. Um, you've obviously got Griffiths who's stuck on 14 because he's injured. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting. There's quite a lot of, kind of good goal scorers in the league just yeah. now. Whereas for a long time, you only maybe had like one or two. There's a good few in them in the league last season. 
Well, I mean, we mentioned Stuart. He's he's not even on the list. Ah, <laughs> uh, you've got uh, McLean at St Johnston, even though he's no scored for a while. Ah, it's because he keeps missing penalties. Um, I think Curran's up to uh, seven. Greg, Greg, Greg Stewart's on six for Dundee. Is he? And uh, you've got both uh, Hemmings on ten. You've got Rory Loy on seven. Both of them have outscored them. So. Uh, uh, Hemmings is someone I've liked. I've always seen highlights really of him, but he could finish her. Like, okay, he scored five last year, so it's easy to say that, but... I mean, he was, he was banging in the goals in the league. Right and left. Right and left not, foot. Did he, he not come out of Rangers? Ah, he was at Rangers, you assist him by. Yeah, then he went, the park, so. he went down south, I think. Because right, he definitely played in the lower leagues, because he was a, a, a charity. Played at Cowdery Heath for a bit. On this podcast. There you go. Played at Cowdery Heath for a bit. But, aye, he's still a decent age as well. He's doing the business, so... Aye. Uh, the important one, I think, in that game, though, was when Dundee were 1-0 up and Scott Fox made a crack and save from Greg Stewart. If Stewart had scored that, it might have been a different game. Aye, possibly. But then, like you said, we spoke about the defence. It was, it was a bit dodgy. I mean, like, uh, Boyce was completely unmarked for his second goal with that acrobatic effort. Um, McPake should probably have dealt with the one that came across for his third goal. The... Was it Irvin got the goal? It was what, it had to. Yeah. They tried to clear it off the line, but never quite made it. <laughs> it was about two yards over the line by the time they got it clear. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so silly things like this for Dundee. I think they, they, I would imagine Paul Hart was pretty disappointed in the, in the way they defended that. Aye, but due to Dundee losing that game, Partick Thistle managed to move into the top six without playing. Yes. <laughs> it's not bad going. Oh, aye, that was good for them. Aye, because Thistle are a minus four goal difference and Dundee are a minus six. So I get a thump knocked on the top six. That's impressive. But I, I mean, you were talking about how tight it was in the week two. That's 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 pretty how tight it is to get into the top six because even below those two, Inverness are only a point behind them. Hamilton are only a point behind them. Motherwell are only two behind them, and Kilmarnock are only three behind them. Yeah, uh, so. but I think it looked like a while back it was going to be at the top four. We're going to start to pull away, but Ross County are kind of back to form a wee bit. Okay, they've played the extra games, but. Ah, yes. Like, I mean, you've got Hearts 33, St. Johnson 31, and Ross County 30. So that, like the, that kind of last European spot, depending on what happens with the Cup European spot, is starting to look like a tight race. Aberdeen being is it, like, nine points clear of Hearts. Hearts, oh, you know, Hearts have got a game in hand, but... Yeah, Hearts are turning into draw specialists just now. Aye, well... They're the new Dundee. <laughs> Both teams have scored draws as well, aren't they? No, not, because it was enough in each at St. Johnson, wasn't there? Aye. Uh, well, best of what he did then. No, I bet him. That probably covers the. Uh, I think it covers everything. Uh, well, I don't. Is there any point? There's no real much point doing predictions for tomorrow night's games, is there? Or do we, we're just going to do like Saturdays? Because there's. Aye, that's, that's aye, we, we can't it's really. Not gonna, it's not going to count for the charity bet, so there's no aye. point. Aye. Well. Um, I mean. I've made my predictions on the forum already, because. I made them about half an hour before it and then tweeted it just in case because I, I nearly forgot to do Ross County come on. Bad 2 0 to Ross County tonight. A point. I, that, actually, that's a good point. What did I put? Because I think I put a high scoring game. I don't think I put 3 2, did I? Nah, I wouldn't have thought so. What did I go for? I don't know whether the stats are up to see how many people got guessed that right. Um, oh, the weekend games are up as well. Oh, I had 3 1. Oh, <laughs> close, but it was a car. So I got a point. Aye, I had 3-1. Um, in case anybody actually cares, 
I've got 2-0 to Aberdeen against Thistle. I've got 2-1 to Celtic against Dundee. I've got Hearts beating Dundee United 2-1. And then I've got 2-1 each draws for Burlough St. Johnson and Hamilton Inverness. It's interesting you've got Aberdeen 2-0 because Aberdeen have kept a clean sheet in eight of the last nine games against Partick Thistle. There you go. See? Um, so, Stats. Yep. And I suppose the big one tomorrow as well will be if St. Johnson can continue their final away record. Yes, aye. They're going aye. for six in a row. But then Mullerbo are starting to get their act together, so you kind of. Yeah, I bet, yeah. Interesting game. There is some interesting games. I mean, uh, Dundee Celtics, the game is on BT Sport tomorrow night. But, um, I mean, what happens at Bedordia will be of interest to me, obviously. And yeah. interest to you, no doubt. Definitely, aye. But, uh, like Hearts and United, I think, could be an interesting game as well. Because, like yes. you say, Hearts are draw specialists, and United must be desperate for a win. They didn't play at the weekend there. Hearts are an attractive price for tomorrow, mind you. Three to four. That's well, not bad at Tynecastle. Uh, which is good. But we can't touch the way the charity bit. And they have been drawing a lot of games, so, you know. So. Aye, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that one. So, um, moving on, I suppose, to Saturday's games then. And the big one. Aye. One in Dundee. It's, aye, it's, it's Derby Day. So, so who, who do you use getting Derby Day? St. Johnson. Oh, what? <laughs> St. Johnson. Aye. I've, I've, got, I've been meaning to ask us. Does it suck not having a local derby? I suppose maybe a bit, but I don't know. Jink, it sucks. We just not having a derby just now. A big derby. We've we've got part of this, so we don't care. So that's big doing Glasgow. Girl. I suppose they obviously for ages they try to make a thin arm between Dundee Rides. Dundee Rides are like so insignificant. Doesn't matter, does it? Well, that's it. I mean, the problem with that is Dundee United will always. Have that rival where they would Dundee across the road, so you'll get bumped anytime that happens. Aye, I suppose the last couple, the last couple of seasons, though, like probably in Celtic with a bit of a rivalry, but well, I mean that again. Aye, it's a rivalry, but it's not that it's close. Because I mean, exactly. Aberdeen St Johnson must be about as close as Aberdeen Inverness. So, well, even well, Aberdeen Inverness has been a pretty good one. Inverness has been your bogey team this season so far. They have, aye, aye. What's the other with Kilmarnock Hearts? What's that? The A seventy one derby. Oh, who knows? Aye. At least, at least they've no got like uh, well like tonight Kilmarnock going to Ross County oh well aye uh, good luck to the Kilmarnock fans making a way back from that game aye in that weather uh, good luck definitely but, I, mean, I've, I suppose what, what all they've done here is like, Dundee Derby definitely Glasgow Derby definitely they've done the Derby, definitely after that what can we do oh well why not your Derby Planets are Derby it's, so aye there's 4 out of 6 in the Kilmarnock Hearts and Joyce Aberdeen which is fair enough aye they've probably went aye these are the closest aye Fair enough. I'll get off of that. That's all I can for too much. Right, well, we got on with predicting then. Because first up is the 12.30 kick-off on the second. Uh, Dundee Derby, Dundee, Dundee United. Is that where then? With a dense park. Indeed. Uh, I, 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 this must be the telly, right? That's a big cracking game. Well, the game, the, the game early in the season was good. Mm-hmm. Was it 3-0 it finished? Um. Possibly. Spittle get two. I think it's a bell, right? I, I, remember, it was, it was I remember it being a decent game and me not seeing it. That's what I remember. <laughs> and I remember being gutted enough for a chance. But, I don't know if I got a chance to watch this one. I hope so. But, but with the exception of Dundee winning last week, they're both in pretty dreadful form. Well, Dundee United have always remembered how to score when it's not Bill McGuy, so... I suppose it's, it's hard to predict because we don't want... Most of the teams are playing... Tomorrow night as well, so it's going to be. Aye, on the back. I bet 
the prediction we made tonight might end up being changed before the weekend, just for my not tell folk. Right. Um, I'll, 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 I'll go with a Desmond. Uh, do you know what? I was thinking the exact same. Um, well done, you've had a good few draws. Hi. I'm going to go with the Desmond. So, Desmond 2 all. The odds for Dundee are 37 to 40, which is the draws 14 to 5, and Dundee United are 11 to 4. But I could be, is it maybe the game that could kickstart Dundee United season? Could be. But they keep on waiting for one. But A new year, a run over the rivals. One thing I would, I think we're both would probably agree, I'm probably putting a jinx on it, me saying this. The two of them, neither of them are good enough to keep a clean sheet. No. No, that's, aye, that's, that's a good point. And so, Lumpod, a clean sheet, listeners. <laughs> now draw, that's what it will be. I, I would be very surprised if I was quite, even yeah. with our bad record at the moment. These two go at each other. It's it's one of the exciting games of the the, the, the SPFL, is a Dundee derby. I mean, we've spoken before about the, the Highland derby, and we'll come on to that obviously just shortly. But any time the Dundee Derby's been on recently, it's been an absolute cracker. Aye. And there's been goals for both ends. That's the thing. It's just, I, I cannot see that being a nothing each though. They've kept, what, five clean sheets in them, two of them, so... <laughs> so, aye. One point both teams have scored in this one. Aye, I would say so. I, I tell you what, it must be an entertaining to check what the odds are, and we we'll for that one. Both teams have <laughs> scored. Must be ridiculous with what short odds. Aye, I would think maybe, I don't know, <laughs> four or six, maybe even... Oh, more than that. Uh, we got a bit other garbage. <laughs> be giving away money otherwise. Right, okay, we'll move on. Uh, three o'clock kickoffs. Uh, we'll start off in Glasgow with the Celtic versus Partick Thistle game. Um, Partick Thistle. It's a tough couple of games. It's a Partick Thistle, isn't it? Yeah. Are we in the top two? Aye. Aye, very difficult, actually. Huh? I hate to, I hate, I hate to both of you. How garbage is that for us? Um, Thistle rarely do anything against us, but. Well, I mean, I remember a couple of years ago we played part of this on New Year's Day and it was dire 1 0 1. Um, Joe Edley scored. <laughs> I know exactly why I remember that, it was just before my son was born. <laughs> um, so I will give Celtic the benefit of the doubt here and say 2 0. Yeah, I'll go for Celtic 3, part of this whole 1. Um, the odds Celtic are 1-4 to four, the draws 21-4 and Partick this were 21-2 Ciro um, with Celtic playing Dundee tomorrow yep. Celtic are undefeated in the last 24 games against Dundee so Dundee you're due a win against us or due something against us why are you ok so next up Inverness versus Ross County right Highland Derby. El Kessico. Third time they faced each other? Uh, I think so. Because they played in the cup. Oh yeah, I so they did. And, uh, so Ross County came out on top of that because yeah. they've got Celtic in the semi. So. Uh, I I will go with a really exciting 3-2 win for Ross County in this one. I'm going with an away win. An away win? Right. I, I, don't, I don't think Inverness have been particularly great recently. When no. the, I mentioned already they've been Aberdeen's bogey team but away from Aberdeen they've not been great and Ross, Ross County on the other hand have been pretty good at scoring goals aye but their away form's not that great no that's probably what's uh, but then that's not that far away aye it's not 
most of Ross County's away games are like hours than A9, whereas this one's across the bridge. But saying that, they have already won. That is yeah. the top. There we go. And both both of the games have finished uh, 2-1 away victories. So I will go for three in a row. I'll go for Inverness 1, Ross County 2. Uh, just based on that. The odds on that game, Inverness are 13-10, the draws thirteen to five and Ross County are two to one. Really? What? Oof, that could be a wee man, I've seen a cheeky wee double that I like straight away. Aye. Wait, wait till the next game. Alright, aye, because the next up's Kamala Hearts. Aye. And what's Kamala's home form like? Awful. Is it? Eight oh, points yeah. they've taken in the f- eight points they've taken the whole season. Oh because it's aye, it's their away form, it's better than their home form. Yes. Right. Meanwhile Hearts. I've been draw specialists. They have been draw specialists. So um, I'm going to I'm going to go one each draw. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh no, I think Hearts will get back to winning ways. Assuming they don't get back to winning ways tomorrow, but uh, I will go for Kamarnik one Hearts two. This is why I was kind of getting quite excited at the odds was because. Kamarnik's 13-5, the draw's 27-10 and hearts are evens. So I was thinking a cheeky wee Ross County hearts double would have been quite nice. See, I'm half expecting hearts to do something stupid in this game or get a man sent off. I think so. Mm-hmm. I just think Kamarnik's home form is just... Oh, it is just rubbish, but then... But then I hearts, hearts away from me. Uh, hearts away from so-so. Yeah. Um, overall, hearts... been so-so. They've won, they've won but two... Two games away in the last six. Uh, overall, the full season, they've won four away from home. It's not bad. It's pretty decent. I can't. I can't see Hearts winning. As much as that, can't see Hearts winning. As much as it evens, it's very attractive. I don't think so. So the final game on the second is Mullamo versus Hamilton. Uh, uh, I know it's a difficult one, isn't it? It's just, ah, it's, there's that, like, well. I know there's that, they're at home, they're get, starting to get their act together. It kind of depends where they're going against St. Johnson, to be honest. Hamilton have been a bit up and down lately. They are, I think they are on the slide, though. I, I think they are the team that I, I can see Motherwell overtaking them at some point. Hamilton just, I think, need a striker. They've tried a few different strikers this, right, this season, and it's just not worked. They don't get uh, seen, mate, no, unless they go mad like they did a few weeks ago. Well, they've conceded 30 in the league last season. So. But most of the games I've seen Hamilton in them, but maybe conceded a goal. But it's, well, apart from that one mad, moment of madness, where Dundee scored about four against them in 30 minutes. It was, uh, that, that was kind of against their sort of form. Finish. So, Motherwell have got 10 points on the last six games. Three wins in the last six. Right, Hamilton. all right. I'll, I'll give Mullerwell a benefit down and say 2-1 Mullerwell then. 2-1 Mullerwell. Uh, I wonder when it was last that both teams just scored in that derby. Because last season they went with either one of them or the other would score and not both. I'm just trying to decide whether Mullerwell are capable of keeping a clean sheet. They've kept three last season. So no. <laughs> Aye, I'd be inclined to go for a 2-1 as well actually. To Mullerwell. Aye, do you get him real score? Aye, that was that's a one player. Aye, but it says a lot when you give them these money of better players. There, uh, Motherwell are six to five. The draws five to two, and Hamilton are eleven to five. 
Right, final game of the weekend, 12.30 kick-off on the 3rd of January. It's Sunday, right? Must be Sunday, I'm back at work. Sunday, aye. I have 12 kick-off on Sunday. Uh, it's St. Johnson versus Aberdeen. It's a tough one. That is tough. It's probably to your benefit that you're going to McDevil Park because St. Johnson's yes. a good away form. And we owe them one. And we, are you, was it 5 1 at Pataudry? Yes, it was. Yes. That, that was a bit of a hiding. Yes. I cannot see that happening again. Aberdeen, are, like, that, that was right in the middle of your awful form. And you've regained that form somewhere along the line. And like you say, you owe them one. So you will probably beat them, what, 3 1 or something. 3 1 out, yeah. I don't think I don't I don't think it'll be a five one, but I think I think you'll probably score a few against them. Just for just a character, I think. There's nothing else. Well we're going for we are going for three away wins in a row. We're on beating our last three away. Dundee and uh, sorry, not Dundee. Ross Kick uh, uh, what? St Johnston. Whoever it is your point. Aye, exactly. That's that's uh, even worse than Laurie, because Laurie used to mix up St Johnston and St Martin. Aye, at least they they both began the same way. Um St Johnston <laughs> are very indifferent at home. The last set, same John. One two, John two, lost two. There you go. Um, and they were rotten defending against us a few weeks ago. Was that last time you won? Maybe it'll be. That's depressing. <laughs> but the joy, they've only lost twice at home. Actually. Aye, but one of them's a Celtic. So we got a bit of a goblin off us, to be honest. So, aye, I'm going for three one. You going for three one? Yeah. Um, I repeat of the trip to Tinkas early in the season yeah, that would be nice um, I think I'll be tight I think I'll be I'm going to go for an R2-1 but 2-1 obviously to Aberdeen because I don't <laughs> you don't bet it yeah I just don't I can't even bring myself to do it so I St Johnson 1 Aberdeen 2 St Johnson are 94 which seems pretty big odds eh? for yeah. a team to beat you 5-1 earlier in the season aye I know. Uh, the draws are 11 to 4 and Aberdeen 11 to 10 Aberdeen 11 to 10 seems quite nice. It does. but When was the last time Aberdeen were odds against? Aye. There, there is that, but I don't know if I would touch it in the charity a bit. No? No. I suppose it's running into Sunday by that point. I don't want to jinx us as well. I think most times oh, you put us in it. You, you obviously want us to jinx us. That's a good point, us. actually. We, we have a habit of putting Aberdeen in the charity a bit and then they don't win. Aye, so we'll... <laughs> Bypass that. That's no. That's no good. Um, <laughs> you know, having that one. Uh, to be honest, like, I might actually go with that personally because that eleven to ten seems an absolute generous one. I mean, if you fa- if you if you really fancied it, the Aberdeen Ross County, no Aberdeen Hearts and you fancy Hearts. Aberdeen Aberdeen Ross County are the two. I've Aberdeen Ross County. Hearts. If Aberdeen Ross County Hearts treble would be that would be nice. Um, but no, uh, what we, we need to look lower down the leagues. Uh, I think so because we're not going to get in and see what there is. Hibs at home to Race Rovers. Probably be quite short, I would think. I'd imagine the odds are garbage, yeah. Um, I want the three. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the Renfrewshire Derby, but. Martin must be rubbish odds in that, I know. 11 to 10. What? Actually, oh, 11 to 10? Aye. For like, right. te- could be tempted to put Falkirk at 8 to 15 at Arlo, but you'd have to really double that with someone. Right. Um, Don't film at home with Cade and Beast. That'll be garbage odds, I know. Cade and Beast are probably fancy on our chances now, it's only 4 mirror. 
I don't know whether Aaron maybe getting back maybe may get back to one of them ways at Berwick. But we don't really like touching away well we don't even like touching that league for betting, but and Aaron's what's, what, what's kind of home to Queen's Park? Uh, they are five to four, which is quite attractive considering the form they're in. But then that's the two form teams in the league, but yeah, home. I could be. I think Clyde's form better, and they're the, the home team. Could be a shout there. Do we just go for a double, a Clyde and Ross County? Or what? I, th- I, I think Clyde and Ross County is just a good bet. Because whatever betting has been dropped recently, so we double. Ah, yeah, it has. Aye. Sounds like a good bet. £10 on that would be £67.50 back. But we're that bad if we took a Denfermo and Celtic double, it would probably wouldn't come in. And they are like 1 to 5 and 1 to 4. Yeah, that's a bad to be honest, I wouldn't bet in Celtic either. <laughs> right, aye, aye, like Ross County Clyde seems like a good bet to me. For those odds, I think that's that's very generous and I'm not overly worried about them. The, the only other team that could have possibly been thrown in there uh, we're looking, would have been at Albion Rovers at Evans at home to Airdrie because of Airdrie's poor form. Really? Uh, would have been another consideration, but I'm happy to go with Ross County. Good goal-scoring form. Um, aye. And Inverness are just, they're just too inconsistent this season. Aye, I think so. I think the, the problem is they're inconsistent, you might just scupper the bet as well. Aye, but, aye, but we've got form. They've both been 2 one away wins, so... But they're a massive pick. I, I honestly cannot believe they're 2-1 Ross County. No, considering they won away from home last time in the cup, I'm, I'm very surprised at that. I, I, I would doubt very much they'll still be a two to one by the time Saturday comes. Aye, probably not. Pro- the odds are probably actually dropping as we speak. <laughs> aye, when, when, once I was listening to the podcast, it probably will go out. Probably stretch out. Aye. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, no, they've bet on them. There's no aye, chance. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, right, so we need four a four scorer then. Do not know whether to stick with Baird, uh, but he's not scored for a week of games. Cummins would be the Cummins at Hibs. Falkirk away at Alwa, though. That's kind of... If you'd fancy Falkirk to win. I, 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 I fancy Baird. I mean, that's two games he's going to scoring. So I think he's due one. Yeah, he's due one. The other consideration may have been Elbeck 2A, who's, I think, started scoring again a wee bit. Uh, against I wouldn't be supposed to couldn't be scored in that game. Aye, let's go with Baird. Aye, I'd stick with Baird. That sounds like Aye, back to Baird. Baird's bath. <laughs> I don't know, that's just a random <laughs> reference to pub. Oh, we need to tell the listeners what the podcast title was going to be last week. But then we probably need to probably explain that a wee bit as well. You need to tell them that because I can't remember what it was. Do you remember? No. Nope. It was bevying with the Bairns. You want to explain why? Because I can't remember that. It was because... The podcast was going to be rearranged for Tuesday for this week because we were both in Milk Bevin yesterday. And you mentioned something about, I think we were, I thought, something to do with Falkirk. We were talking about Falkirk because of their decent form that had been in. And it was going to be Bevin with the Bairns. And I think as well, you said you couldn't really Bevin much because you were with your son mm. at some point as well. So something along those lines. I, don't, I never even got a chance to Bevin yesterday. Oh well, so much for that, I end up driving. <sighs> Such is life. I think, this is my first, I think this is my first day off it since about Christmas. It's bad. No, that I've been hammering every day, but... I don't think my lover can take such things. That's just, 
was drinking the fridge and all that, and I got a bottle of Jack Daniels at Christmas. But no, today I had a day off because yesterday I was a bit of a session. All right, so I think other than to wish everyone a happy new year when it comes, I think that's us for another podcast. Aye, and for 2015. And hopefully the recording has worked. Well, hopefully, hopefully we've doubled up this day when it's actually behaving itself. So. Yes. So fingers crossed you all get to hear this because to be honest, last week was better. Aye, it was, aye. <laughs> last week was amazing, but uh, you're not getting that. So you're, you're stuck with us and hopefully you'll stick with us in 2016. Hi, and remember, uh, if you want to give us any feedback of any kind, at SFF Podcast on Twitter. Yep, and you'll get the odds for John Baird on Saturday. Uh, might be Friday night, depending on what time we actually remember to do such things. Aye. <laughs> it might be five minutes before kickoff. It might be 30 seconds after kickoff, like it was at the weekender, where so- I completely forgot to get Baird's uh, odds, and might be thankfully. Uh, replied to my tweet about it. It's almost instant. They almost replied instantly. It was like it as, if they, as if they predicted the question you were going to ask them. <laughs> uh, but hopefully we can end 2015 with at least one of the charity bets coming in. If they both come in, then it would be a a fine uh, end to the new year. Because all, okay, even though we have been awful the last few weeks, we're in a pretty decent total so far for the season. No, no, I, I, we have already ended 2015 badly. What we're hoping for is a start to 2016, which is a good start because of the, the games are after the new year. They so. will be, aye. Yeah. So. <laughs> Don't judge me drinking too much the last few days. Aye, clearly. Uh, he's got in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so thanks everybody that listens. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And like I say, if you want any feedback, you know where to get us or at SFF Podcast on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. We're also on forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk if you want to come and find us there. Always welcome to join in on the forum. That's, uh, that's my wee Christmas bonus for uh, Craig sorted there. Aye. <laughs> uh, I thought Craig might have come on tonight, but I think, he's maybe, I think he ended up having a bit of a session yesterday. Supposedly he was going to, he was watching the game and then he was going to go home and mm. watch the Man U and Chelsea game, but he bumped into his mates. And bumped uh. into his mates meant that he didn't get home till late. So, <laughs> I've had those days. Yeah, I mean, Andy, I think Andy's AWOL. I don't know what's happened to Andy. Uh, I, think, I think Laurie's AWOL as well. There was something about him not quite getting to the Celtic game. He's too busy having face masks. That's <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> Compare the facemask.com. Aye, so uh, that's just the wonderfully metrosexual world of some of our uh, other co hosts. Aye. <laughs> Greg's, Greg's, Greg's in the catwalk in Paris. I can believe that, eh? <laughs> Greg, Greg's Zorp. Uh, it's either Paris or Arbroath. I, I can't remember. Greg Zoolander, that's his nickname. He loves Arbroath. <laughs> he does. Everybody loves Arbroath, but not quite as much as Greg does. Aye. Uh, bye. Speak to you in New Year. Aye. Uh, let's say Happy New Year when it comes. Unless you've listened to this after the New Year, in which case, we'll go 2016. We're talking to you from the past. Right. Let's just get rid of this because this is <laughs> complete nonsense. Right, thanks for listening, folks. And Cheers, talk to guys, you again next week, hopefully. Right, Cheers. <laughs>